You're now listening to Empty Opinions with Eladi Polanco. Tired, bro. Yeah, it sounds that's official, it. right, bro? That's, that's super official. I know, I know. Okay. Uh-huh. Official, bro. Uh-huh. Um, this freestyle beat, this type beat is called Ski Master Slum God Type Beat Gang, produced by Eskri. Um, the way we start every episode is by a little freestyle, bro. I mean, let's see if you if you're feeling it. If you got any any gas in the tank. This is the kind of beat that you gotta kind of flow fast over. Yeah, Fuck on a bitch, I don't know what he's saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah so it's just like that. Yeah, nah, yeah, I don't know what he be just talking all this shit. Yeah, just look at my dick, wait, don't tell me nothing at all. I know that you talking all that shit. I know, you's a whore. You's a whore. Whoa. Yeah, whoa, I hit the wall like little baby. Told that bitch I might go crazy. Hey, yeah, <laughs> yeah, so different. I was getting the flow there a little bit, man. Listen what I say to you, ain't preaching what I came to do I ain't coming here to play with you, I ain't coming here to flame the booth I'm trying to speak my wisdom too, just told me I should speak the truth If I'll be honest, peek at you and you know I'ma speak the truth oh. uh. <laughs> Wait, what? If you want a slower beat, I can lay it no, again no, 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 that's good, uh, you was blowing, you caught that flow I'm by the I'm telling you bro, I've been recording for a grip Yeah, so, so you are like, like rapping, like mm-hmm. you trying to rap That's the thing up, is the, bro That little like it's like six or eight bars that's really a slower one like right, you, know I mean? you had to like speed it up yeah, yeah. that's what rappers do usually mm-hmm. like they got some some shit up the top yeah. that they gotta like move around for the beat this yeah. is a fast ass beat yeah actually. like the highest beat i done spit on was like a 170 right. the lowest like the one i just spit was i think that's on a 70 bpm yeah, so yeah. like that's a huge yeah. difference this I might know. be higher than a 170 Probably, but that shit is good regardless. Uh-huh. That's a great like, way as soon as you start. put it on, I was like, hold on. Yeah, what? yeah, this one you can feel it. Uh, all right, that's a great way to start this episode. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Empty Opinions with Eladio Blanco. My name is Eladio Blanco, and it's Doug the motherfucking slug. Right. Yeah, man. <laughs> that's your rap name, Doug the slug. No, actually, um, so when we went to Bodine, I mean, it was probably like sophomore year. You remember the one shorty, Selena? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I used to hang around her a lot. And, you know, I was going around. Wait, 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 wait. Tall Selena? Short Selena. She was, I think she was Oh, Selena. Joint. Okay, never mind. I'm thinking of Serena. I, mm-hmm. I know you... No, not from our class. She yeah, was a great Selena, up. Selena, Selena, yeah. I remember. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. like, you know, everybody called me Doug. A lot of people thought that was my regular name. Mm-hmm. One day we was in Mr. Who was it? Who was that? Mr. Coleman Hills? or Kohler? Mr. Coleman. The gay, yeah. the gay teacher. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so, you know, we was cutting eighth period. We was cutting Miss Fitzgerald class. And <laughs> like she was writing down like all the way she write her name and then she was like yeah. Doug 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 the slug and I was like yeah, oh, that shit hard Doug like, the slug that shit yeah, from, yeah that shit does sound good actually yeah yeah I'm not mad at that at all for real <laughs> yeah, I, mean, I had to run with that yeah 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 Doug the slug that I, I fuck with that yeah, actually super duper uh so but what's your official name my official name government name is. And a lot of y'all not even gonna realize that that's my name yeah. until right now. Really? Yeah, probably. I mean, but Phil and the last name? Oh, uh, Lovewitch. Yeah. Uh, Phil Lovewitch. There we go. I was Mr. waiting for the full Lefkowitz, name. Lovewitch, yeah, dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For the full introduction. Yeah, I literally just recently wound up doing research on my last name. Really? Find out it's like it's some type of like low city with like super amount of importance somewhere over in the UK. Really? And oh, coincidentally, shit. my entire life, I've always wanted to travel to the UK. So, wow. you know I mean, now I got yeah. an actual reason to go. They're like, I'm about yeah, to discover you go my exact, last name. Yeah, now you go to the exact city uh-huh. to go or the exact place. Uh, how are you, bro? How are you doing? It's sure. been, all right, this is so funny. This is why I like doing a podcast because, like, it's, it's, it, it's funny that I could do a podcast or at least this episode with somebody I literally haven't talked to per, yes. face-to-face in four years. Long ass, right? Time. Isn't it? And, and I mean, the first thing I noticed when he when when he came in to record is like, he grew. He's taller now than I remembered him being, and I remember this motherfucker being pretty tall. Uh-huh. Like you can, can you? Uh, I don't want to assume, but can you dunk a basketball? Yeah, but it's actually not as easy as people think. Really, like, it's it just look easy. Like, right, it's easier to grab the rim than it is to dunk the ball. Right, right. You know I mean, so I probably dunked a good three and a half times in my life. So oh, okay, yeah. I mean that's three and a half more times than I've done it. So yeah, I'm yeah, pretty that's, sure that's you would have looked better attempting it than I did <laughs> actually pulling it off. Yeah, I mean, look, bro, being tall, I feel like 
I don't think, you know, even though it probably is hard to dunk a basketball, I feel like the height obviously does help it. I yeah. think you could probably learn to do it. Bro, you got to learn to. You got to posterize somebody yeah. one day, bro. That's the goal. I mean, like, depending on the size of the rim, you feel me, it might... You might Connect be able to do it. Might not. Yeah. yeah, you might. Do- oh man, that would be so funny to see you posterize somebody. No, for real. Though. That'd be hilarious. Nothing in their face. Coming mm-hmm. <laughs> I can jump pretty high. Like right. when I tore my ACL in the eighth grade, they mostly just had me doing exercise on my left leg. Right. So now that my left leg is stronger than my left, than my right knee. Yeah, you know I mean, I just now you jump can. off with my left. Yeah, I didn't know that. What happened with the? Uh, yeah, yeah, eighth grade. I was playing football. I mean, schoolyard football. It was raining. It was probably in like October, and you feel me? I just cat the ball running. I juked one way, but I didn't realize my man was blocking behind me. So when he was oh. blocking, it's like I juked, and he. You oh feel me? shit! Yeah. But here's the crazy yeah, yeah. thing about it. It's like. So I fell just like straight forward, like a low squat or a fetal position. Right. But then I didn't feel anything until I was like, my man's wanted to pull me up. So like he uh, wanted to pull me up and I just felt all this cracking. And, and I was like, hell, no. what's going on? I wound up finishing the game. I wound up walking up. <laughs> I didn't even really walk up three flights okay. of stairs. I pretty much climbed up. And there's multiple people who like came to like try to aid me, but I didn't think I, you know, what I mean, anything was wrong. I just felt right, like, right. dang, y'all, y'all, y'all on my top for what? Like, let me just right, exactly. feel me. But after a while, so I wait, was but like, you said once you try to when the person when your friend tried to get you up, it was, mm, did it hurt or you just hurt it? No, nah, like imagine cracking your knuckles a hundred times. That's like what it felt like, and I cracked my bones all the time. So I just right. started with something regular, but when I was walking like. From the schoolyard to enter the school, felt something pull. So I thought uh-huh. I just cracked my knee and pulled some yeah, yeah, until yeah. I was in advisory and like it started swelling up. So I put my head down. People don't usually see me cry, but my math teacher was the first person. No, she's like, yo, it's some some wrong. Yo, somebody called somebody. Yeah, it was hurting that much. It was yeah, like, fuck. Like, yeah, you know shit. Yeah. I had to get carried down the stairs. I had to get carried to the car. When they put the immobilize on me, that hurt more than anything. Hmm. So, like, it used to hurt to keep my leg straight. And then after a while, it hurt to bend. Right. And then right, right. after the surgery, it was easy to bend, but hard to keep straight. Yeah, hmm. yeah that yeah. sounds fucking horrible. So, you had broken your bones multiple times before that, though? Nope. Oh, you, you never broken that's... a bone before? Yeah, that. I've had multiple injuries. I done had my hand on fire. I done, like... Flew like you know, I was actually running along my mom's car because I was about to like hop in, like on yeah, some yeah. joking shit. <laughs> yeah. But she was like, "No, nah, we gonna be right back." So I had let go, and this is really before I realized science was a real thing. The forest wound up making me slide on the gravel, and my right. this car is parked on the side. So like, say this the Roosevelt right here, this the Boulevard, and it's one of the streets right here. She was driving up. So it's like I slid upwards. Right. Like, and then my body was like sliding under a car, kind of. I was cool after that. But I mean, yeah, yeah, I've, yeah. I've sustained multiple energy uh, injuries, yeah, but yeah. this me, yeah, this the like worst one <laughs> really? as far as like broken and all that. Like the demeanor of like the pain, that's the worst. Mm-hmm. I've done had worse things happen to me, but it didn't hurt as much. That much, right. Mm-hmm. Damn. Yeah, I can't even imagine. I've never had, like, an actual big injury. But that's because I don't be doing a lot of crazy shit. You know what I mean? Like, I don't. I, I usually don't do a lot of that crazy stuff. But, um, yeah, that's crazy. That that mm-hmm. injury shit is crazy. But now I, I want to catch up a little, bit, a little bit with you about what the fuck has happened to you in the past four years. So you left uh, probably just from that side, mm-hmm. I can tell us a lot. Um, what happened that you had to leave Bodine in sophomore year? Oh, well, my mom just wanted to move. You already know oh, okay. how Philly oh, okay. already getting. So yeah, 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 yeah. I guess she didn't want me in that environment for too long, especially because of how my past was. But my sophomore year, I made my mom a promise that I was going to turn a new leaf. Right. So yeah, yeah. I guess that move like really enabled me to do that because I started off in a whole new area. You know what I mean? It was, yeah, yeah. It's, it's a lot peacefuler than Philly, but it's like Philly. So just right. because it's like philly it doesn't really all that you mean it's not too much of a difference it's some things i'm used to and it's some things i gotta get used to right like maybe yeah yeah go ahead go ahead like me being a friendly person 
I'm only friendly with people I'm out, I'm already friends with. Right. So when I went out there, it's like everybody's already buddy buddy, hmm. and I yeah. was like, how, yeah. How do you get in that like? Yeah, yeah it's, it's like, and it's like getting in there is the easy part. It's more or less getting your your, your mindset because. Right. You know, Philly dangerous. I'm not gonna say nor nice nice hold on. I'm not gonna say Norristown not dangerous, mm-hmm. but it's not as dangerous as Philly. Philly. Yeah, you feel I, me? I will believe that. Yeah. Like Norristown, you can probably part ways somebody, not say be safe and they be safe anyways. Right. You feel me? Here you could say be safe and the best anybody could really say is, I'll try, you too. You feel me? So yeah. just from from knowing that, you feel me, and realize realizing how the area and the atmosphere of Norristown was, it was easier to trust, but at the same time, it was like, why are y'all giving me this reason to trust y'all? Right. You feel me? So, yeah, it felt weird, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's interesting. Because, so, okay, so you start doing high school in Norristown, right? Mm-hmm. How were the high schools different? And how was the one that you went to? You stayed for the rest of the two years when yeah. you went high school. Mm-hmm. What was the biggest differences from that Norristown High School in Bodine? Uh, the connection with the students. So, like, mm-hmm. we have multiple different counselors over at Norristown. Right. Okay. You feel me? Me and my brother had the same counselor. That was okay. a really plus. But there's, like, six counselors just in one office as far as, like, the little room. It may right. be more. I don't even know. I only talk to mine. But it's like, anytime I went to my counselor, I could get anything. If I went there and say, can I get a pass to go back to class, even if I'm skipping. If I want to let them know that I'm skipping. Right, but right, obviously. They trust you enough to be like, okay, here. Or if I just mm-hmm. go down there, you're supposed to get scheduled to see a counselor. But my counselor was so cool, I didn't have to, you know, right. make really? those appointment. I just Got went it. there and was like, hey, hey, hey Miss McGowan, how you doing? And then my senior year, I wound up getting a work schedule and only had one class. <laughs> I one left class. at 8 o'clock every Jeez. morning. Mm-hmm. <laughs> wow, okay. Mm-hmm. Damn. That's that sounds yeah that's the, definitely a big difference from Bodine. Mm-hmm. But what about the people at that high school? Is there a lot of white people in Norristown? Do you remember? I mean, compared to Bodine, because I know I mean Bodine. There I wasn't mean, really. there's no nah, honestly no really? as far okay. as the proportion size because I'm mean, like it's a bigger school. Norristown okay. is a bigger school. So it's gonna be it. more of, of course, every yes, race yes, there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But as far as the diversity percentage, I feel like it was probably the same. Okay. All right. Okay. So 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 it's just kind of like Bodine in terms of the diversity, but just larger, mm-hmm. just more people. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So that w- those were like the biggest difference. Anything else yeah, that you noticed? No. It was I really mean, just like, the same. A lot of it was mostly hmm. just a lot of people like me, because you know I wasn't an overachiever. To right. go to Bodine, you have to be one of those it kids. I was that before I went to Bodine, you feel me? Straight A's, you look at my port cards. You probably wouldn't believe me, but you feel me? That's what it was. But when I got to high school, it made me more careless. Because it's like, it's high school. It's yeah, the yeah, finisher. Yeah. You feel yeah, me? I wanted to. Yeah, I did want to talk to you because earlier you referenced about like certain issues that you had and which made you promise your mom that you were gonna like. Mm-hmm. Chip. What, what were those problems? I mean, well, is that, like, so, well, like you don't have to get too deep, but just uh, like no, 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 just you know. No, I got you. Um, behavior, simple mm-hmm. behavior. Um, it first started when I first got to school. I was never really the type of person to do what I don't want to do. Right. Like, you can tell me what to do, but don't tell me how to do it. Because once you feel as okay. though you can overpower me and empower, you feel me? Like, just take your power to a point to where you trying to control people. You're not going to do that to me. So ever since kindergarten, my mom used to always say, uh, if you tell him not to do something, he's going to do it. If you tell him to do something, he's <laughs> yeah, not going to yeah, do yeah. it. And I'm like, that's not even the case. I just feel as though if it's not worth doing, if I'm not getting anything out of it except a headache, why am I doing it? Because right. the definition of insanity is to keep on doing something, expecting a different outcome. Right. I'm not going to yeah. keep doing the same thing over and over again. You mean expecting a different outcome? Right. So I've always handled people differently based on who they are. Yes. I can't look at them as, yes. you feel me, like a teacher or as a student. I have to look at them at who they are yeah so 
Yeah, that's, I mean, that is a thing. I think you're 1000% right. I think that's a thing that I've thought about. Like, I've talked to several people about it. Like, I know somebody who's doing, uh, like, uh, education psychology major mm. or something like that. But yeah, that's a big issue. Oh, no, it was a special needs major person, mm. uh, special needs educator. Because, and one of the things they really talk about is the fact that schools treat all students the same mm-hmm. and how that doesn't work especially with the special needs kids but just exactly. in general like that's never a good way to deal with you know teaching kids because like you said everybody's exactly. different so and i mean it is rough when you're dealing let's say like classes that be like 50 students right mm-hmm. it can get difficult trying to teach all 50 students if a lot of them are like mm-hmm. let's say are different yeah. like how do you approach teaching every single one the way they are able to learn but that's something that they need to be aware of when you're teaching a lot of people that they are not all going to yeah. learn the same. Yeah. Well, there's this thing called what I call universal teaching. There's universal language. There's something that everybody understands no matter how you put it. Hmm. And if I don't know you, I can usually figure out how to talk to you just from using universal language and probably like a few, you know, statements or whatnot. We go back and forth probably four or five times and I look at what you said and I'm like, okay, maybe this is that kind of person. I'm going to take right. this approach. And nine times out of 10, it always works. So you feel me? I just had to develop that skill because mm-hmm. when I was younger, I've always thought about myself. I still do, but I'm more open-minded to how everybody feels and what everybody's going to do. Because every right. action provides a reaction, but they think that that reaction is just going to stop there. It's not. If I smack you and you smack me, <laughs> okay. and now it's my yeah, turn yeah, to react. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nah. Like, yeah, you yeah. feel me? It's, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, more, it's a chain reaction. Yeah, yeah. Everything sure. is going to cause. And also, yeah, and also, you can't tell, like, leading continuing on that you can't tell how somebody's going to react and you can't mm. you cannot meaning you can't tell like you can't tell them you can't tell like you don't know what's going to happen because exactly. it's like like you said like if you slap me and i slap you like if you like pull out a gun and shoot me in the in the head i can't be like that's not a right appropriate that's right. not the appropriate reaction i can't control how you react exactly. to that you know what i mean mm. like that's something people need to re- like learn about like the risk of whenever they do something mm-hmm. that they should know that you never know how the person's going to react. So think about you doing that and be, be ready mm-hmm. because if you're doing a certain thing, be ready for a certain outcome to come Exactly. and you can't predict exactly what it is. Cause like you said, everybody's different. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, but I think you're right. And, uh, yeah, I think schools should definitely apply that more into their curriculum, but they just homogenize everything in school. They try to make it as easy as possible. Like, you know, read the textbook, do the quiz, you know. Well, that's because, to be honest, I've done work 15 jobs, all different kind of jobs. I've right. done been a trash man. I done worked for CVS. I done been a doors to doors. I done did everything, warehousing and all. School is no different from work. Right. You go to school. You're going to get your paperwork. You're going to have one person tell you what to do and how to do it. And you got everybody else doing that. Me, ever since I was in school, ever since I was working, that's the reason why I've had 15 jobs. You're not going to be able to control the way everybody does anything. So I used to just literally do what I wanted. And I'm not saying that as in like a disrespectful, you feel me? Like, no, forget whatever you're saying. Let me just do this. I'm going to talk to you about whatever it is. Most recently, I was over at Wendy's in Williamsport. So when I came in, I already told him I worked for three di- previous Wendy's. You feel me? I worked right. for three different ones. I've been at more than just three different locations. I used to have to go around. But at every single location, it's always been the same, except for the one in Williamsport. So I get there, get the job. I mean, they're like, okay, since you've already had the experience, we're going to let you do how you do your things, and then we're going to be good. So I'm like, all right, the first two weeks, straight. Third week comes up, hey, I need you to do this like this. I was like, okay, it ain't that big of a difference. But then they start telling you each and every little thing. Right. And then the same stuff that they telling you, it's the stuff that they used to have to do. Right. Like, you feel me? I used to... Put my little chores on the so, newcomers. Okay, so right. So then they start like 
trying to put that shit on you mm-hmm. like they're like gonna yeah that's that's not good because mm-hmm. obviously if they didn't like when it was done to them why the fuck would they do it to the new person i never understood that it's like people want to because it's like it happened right mm-hmm. so it's like why would you want to like i don't understand the people that keep that going that to me that doesn't make any sense like if it already happened to you and you know how it feels mm-hmm. why would you want to make somebody else go through the same thing in school you're taught and work you're trained Right. There's little no difference between being taught something and being trained something. If the school system doesn't change for 20 years, whoever went to that school for them 20 years are all going to be pretty much the same. They are going to have the same mindset because they're all taught the same thing. Right. Yes. So if you go to work and they teach you how to do certain things and everybody does it like that, people are going to assume that's the only way to do it. So yeah. when it's time for you to do whatever done happen to you to somebody else, you're just going to do the same thing because that's all you were taught. Yeah, that is a big thing of like how what people are thought are taught in mm-hmm. schools and like how they're not taught that there's different ways of doing the same thing. Mm-hmm. They're really not. The only place you really ever see that is in math, and even not even in math do they teach you that. They kind of mm-hmm. say, "Oh, we the, you know there's different ways to say, it, but we all going to do it this way." Yeah, and it's like. But if there's many different ways to do it, why don't you just show us the different ways to do it? That's why I avoided doing my work so much because they wanted you to do it a certain way. Like, yeah. I, if we was in geometry, I couldn't just write down X equals 3A plus 4. I can't right. just say that. Right. Because they're going to ask me, how did you get that? Yeah, right, exactly. Yeah, that's true. But I think, you know, well, I think with math, like, some teachers will be like, show your work and that stuff and i mm-hmm. think i mean you know if you can show your work if you do it the way you do it and just just show it and then get the mm-hmm. answer i think that's fine but in like i think with math where there's one definitive answer mm-hmm. like why the fuck does it matter how you get to the answer and if you're doing the same way for every single different problem and you're getting all the right answers i don't care if you like make up your own way of doing this mm-hmm. and this problem if it works for every single problem I don't care. It's the same answer. So mm-hmm. we're all getting the, the the whole point is to get to the same way. But yeah, that's one of the things the school does. Definitely. Like it, it makes people it, it. That's where really like group think starts too. Mm-hmm. I think in school, just having everybody gather in the same place and just having them do the same things. Um, but that's something I found. So you say that you've had behavioral itch, issues, mm-hmm. right? And then you said the thing about overachieving. What do you mean by overachieving? Because you said that's why like mostly the people that went to Bodine were like overachievers. What, what, well, what do you mean by that? It's not easy to get in Bodine. There's a reason right. why you need to have a specific resume, a certain kind of student. You right. feel me? You have yeah. to be a certain kind of student. It doesn't even matter who you are as a person. It matters who you are as a student. Right. What your grades look like. Attendance, GPA. Yeah. For some odd reason, my behavior didn't play a part in them selecting me. But my grades did. Mm. My behavior is who I am as a person. Right. My grades are who I am as a student. Right. So they probably should have looked at both. Mm-hmm. Or, yeah. Uh, yeah. But that, yeah, then again, yeah, that's because schools don't care. Like, at the end of the day, Bodine is just looking at their fucking SAT scores. Mm-hmm. Like, what the students' SAT cor- uh, scores are and the keystones. Just yeah. like, as long as we're up to this level, I don't care who comes in. You know, if they're getting this grades and they're going to get these mm-hmm. grades, and I'm, I'm good with that. And I've always been the type of person to show everybody that there's another way. I got my diploma on like a 2.3 GPA. That's yeah, a yeah, D yeah. average. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You think somebody that got in a bow dean's going to have a D average as their as a senior? No, I think they, they might get kicked out or something. Yeah. Exactly. But here's yeah. what I did, right? I knew that if I took all my core classes, no type of, you know, Extracurricular, like even Jim gave us a full credit. So I only took classes that gave us full credits. Hmm. Mind okay. you, I didn't know that you only needed like, I think it was like 22 or 25 out in Norristown. I was only one away and that was my English. Hmm. You feel me? I wound up setting everything up with a D average. I had a better schedule, a better just layout. Like I was coming to school. I could literally go to school. If we had a sub, I'd turn around and go home. i just sign myself out. You don't got to call my mom, none of that. Even if I didn't go to school, right? Say I'll get up, hop on the bus, go to school, turn around, just go back up. 
Like, you feel me? I wouldn't even go back into the school. I wouldn't go indoor in the first place. I just get off the bus and start walking home. I was able to do that because right. my not my credits, just the requirements that you needed for high school. You don't need a 4.0 to graduate high school. <laughs> you you don't. don't need a 3.0. No. You don't need none of that. You don't need a 6.0. Yeah. You just need to pass. And that's literally what I did. And in order to pass, I didn't do homework. I didn't do classwork. I just took tests and quizzes. The biggest parts of your grades. I never took notes. I didn't even pay attention in class. So if I'm able to get a D without doing any of my classwork and only the tests and the quizzes and the projects and the stuff that you really should, that the classwork homework is building you up for, if I didn't even need any of that to pass the class, how hard is high school really or how much do my grades really reflect who I am as a student? It doesn't. It doesn't. I think you're right. I think, yeah, it's funny because that that is a thing that's like, that I've heard a couple of different people say, like the thing of like grades don't really matter in this and that, but I've never actually met somebody who put that shit into practice like you mm. did. Yeah. They literally just put that shit into practice. Like, let's see how much grades really do mm-hmm. matter. And let's before see. I transferred, you remember Kayla? Yeah. I told her, watch this. I'm getting all my math credits out the way. I already had six math credits before I left Bodine. Hmm. You only need four to graduate. Right. And it's really four in math and science total. Yeah. You know what's crazy about high school, though? Like, also, I think it's really when you go to college, or at least that's what I've noticed, that you really pay attention to credits. Mm-hmm. They don't really, in high school, at least in Bodine, they don't really stress credits. You barely even hear anybody talk about credits. Mm-hmm. You just know it's a thing that's being counted on, but nobody ever talks about it. None of the mm-hmm. teachers talk about it. You don't, hear, you don't hear any students talk about it, but... I guess it is like an act, just like college would be. You need a certain amount of credits yeah. to pass. They don't. They hide that shit as much as possible because mm-hmm. if as soon as they find that out, they you kind of know how to game the system a little bit. Mm-hmm. That's how it is with college now. Although you know, college you're like older. I guess maybe they see that you can't really hide it from somebody as they get older. But <laughs> in in high school, like they hide their shit out of that. Like I have mm-hmm. no idea how many credits I had. I had no idea how many credits each class I was taking was. Like, mm. now I do in college because it's all based on credits. Now here's the but, biggest thing. You don't yeah. need to pass every class you take in high school. Hmm. They give you more classes than credits. Right. And there's also a reason why you can pick your classes. You can pick six classes, this half a credit, and then the rest of your classes be your core credits. That's not what I did. I took business law, business math, I took computer science like three years, and that's all for computer, well, not computer, for science and math skills, like right. for the credits, not even for the skills. I ain't really do the work. I just got yeah, my yeah, credit yeah. for it. Yeah, it, it, it's interesting. Yeah, and I always love hearing, because I, I want to stress to everybody listening, that thing of like, there's always another way. There's mm. always another way. Like life, it just not only humans, but just the way life works. There's always another way to do every single thing that mm-hmm. you think of. There's nothing in life that you, there's only one way to do. Exactly. There's so many different, it's so many, it's like 8 billion people in the world. It's like, if there's 8 billion people in the world is as big as it is, like you tell me there's only one way of doing things. Like there's so many variables with right. everything in life that it's like, that's something that I'm, you know, it's becoming like a main theme of this podcast, actually, because I always yeah, I end started up ta- noticing that. Yeah, I always end, end up talking about it because I want people to know. Yeah, that's it's, there's so many different ways of doing so many different things. It's like I want people to know that, and like that's why. Do you remember Ashley? Yeah. She um she ended up leaving high school and did her last year. Uh, I think I don't know exactly what it was, but I don't know she ended up leaving high school to finish. Her should do something with her college and high school that was kind of mm-hmm. I don't even know exactly what it was. All I know is worked out. And at first, when she left, everybody was like, "Oh, what the fuck? Well, how is she leaving? I don't even I don't understand." Because they're like had no idea mm-hmm. how you could like finish high school with not being in high school. But she figured it out. Yeah. And so when I hear kind of stories like yours and like hers, I always like wanna show it to people that yeah, there's just so many ways of doing so many different things that. Like, and we don't get taught those things, unfortunately. So you, if you really want, you can like, if you really don't like the way you're doing something in life, 
you know, unfortunately, you would have to look it up yourself. Mm-hmm. But as long as you find it yourself and then, you know, stop worrying about what people are thinking, because people are going to talk shit because they don't understand. Right. Right. Just like you didn't understand, let's say, before you started to learn about the different ways of credits mm-hmm. and shit. The same way other people don't know. So all they're going to do is just look at you that, and base their opinion on you based on the knowledge they mm-hmm. have. Right. Because if, if people in general knew, let's say, what you're talking about, the credits, and you don't need to pass every class, and you can pass, you don't need a 4.0 to graduate, mm. right? If people saw that, I don't think people would judge people who do it. But it's just people don't know. So it's like, what the fuck? This de- you know, this person doesn't is stupid or like doesn't know what he's doing. And we were taught that. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So it's like, yeah, it's always, and, and that's the other thing that goes with like, when someone who's smart and what makes somebody smart, what what does what smart even mean? Like, like, you know, just talking to you right now, I could tell you're smart, right? Mm. So it's like, what the fuck does a grade mean when exactly. I'm talking to somebody? I'm having like a person to person conversation, mm. and I can tell you, you would be smart enough to get a 4.0 if you mm. wanted. You just figured out a way to get that shit over with, right? Because at the end of the day, like. How much does high school really high school grades? How much does high school grades really matter after you get out of high school? There's people who have millions of dollars without a diploma. Yeah, and, and, and that, exactly, and not even like because people always want to use the big examples like Steve Jobs and Bill Gates. I mean, you know, those people that's like extreme mm-hmm. luck because they're like billionaires. But yeah. there are people who are living a, a great life. Mm. You know what I mean? And and this also has to do with like how you want your life, exactly. how you want to live your life because you know. You know, if you base it off of like what the standard is for mm-hmm. life, for what we see as like the, the the American dream, like you know, you you pass high school, you get a degree in college, you, you get a nice job, you make you get a family, uh, and you know, you you have kids, and then right. you die. It's like that's that's such a specific way of living life. Like life, you can you can do really so much, but you know, we are kind of like mentally trapped in what we can and can't do. That's because of that American dream. How do yeah. you know the American dream is? Was that taught to you? Yeah, I mean that's one of the things that they get everybody with. It's exactly. like, yo, you can you can achieve the American dream. You can because it sounds nice. It does mm-hmm. sound nice, right? It's, like family, a nice job. You know, you you got your own house. You got this. You got a car. It's like it sounds nice. It's, a, mm-hmm. it's that's why it's called a dream because it sounds nice. Mm-hmm. But and and it's easy to sell on people, but when you think about it, there's so many different ways of doing so many different things. Just like, you know, you, you shouldn't really, you should base, you go, you should base your life on what you want to do. And I don't know why that's so hard for people to understand. I think it is because we're brainwashed and all the shit Mm -hmm. that we get taught. But I feel like if you distill it down to the most important part, it's like live life, how it makes you happy. And go after what makes you happy and you will have a happy life. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, you know, but yeah, the the reason why it's not as, you know, easy to do is because of the bullshit that you have to go to get to a point where people aren't judging you or you're like, because in like high school, well, let's say when you're living with your family or you're in high school, mm-hmm. you are directly, you, you are subject to the opinions of everybody like that's around you. Yeah. Right. But after, let's say, you're 18, 19, you can move out in an apartment and not see anybody else. And, you know, it, it, it doesn't get as hard anymore to do what you want. But it's just... It in gets your a lot formative- harder to do what you want when you're not living with your parents. A whole lot harder. You got to pay rent. You got to pay bills. That's true. Your yeah, bill yeah, right. might be flexible. So one month it might be $50. The next month it might be 150 Next thing you know, you back because you didn't save enough money. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, and then yeah. you got a whole lot more to go through. It's a lot more obstacles that you have to go through when you do the standard, when you do what everybody else does. Right. Because that is the standard. Everybody has to do it. So then it limits what you exactly. can do outside of that. Yeah. But then at the same time, growing up, your parents tell you, I want you to be better than me. So why am I doing exactly what you did? Right. Yeah, I'm, exactly. Right. Yeah, like if you, how, yeah, right. Like, I'm not going to do that. I'm not doing anything that you did to get where you are if you're in a bad position. Right. Yeah, exactly. Like, you know, and like you said, they do say I want a better life for you. But well, then you should probably, you know, back exactly. off because you're too, you're sub, even like they might not even realize that they might be subconsciously mm-hmm. doing exactly what their parents did to them. Mm-hmm. to to their kid and then yeah. they, they might not notice it but they are doing that um 
Yeah, that 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 all that stuff is very interesting. But I want to shift the conversation a little mm-hmm. bit to something because at the end of the day, I'm a little bit of a narcissist, so I have to relate it to me somehow when right. I have a guest. How? Because I feel like you got a lo- a lot of nice tricks, man. How the fuck do I get more bitches? Well, Not me. How do I get more bitches? You have to. <laughs> well, for one, <laughs> remember this. All right. You got to do what you got to do to be where you want to be. Okay. Even if you got to do things you don't want to. Mm, all right. Break that down. All right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Say you want a 10. Mm, okay. What you got to do to get a 10? You probably got to grow a beard. I don't even have... I barely have a beard. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. You feel me? Yeah, yeah. So yeah. you got to find another way. You don't mm. want to find another way because, you know, she like beards. Right. But you have to find another way because you want her. You right. feel me? So then you just so what you're saying is like if you see that she got likes guys with beards, you're mm-hmm. saying what? Like look for the other thing that she likes? No. Nah, or become something that she likes. You don't have to grow a beard. You can be the beard. Why does she like guys with beards? Mm, going to like the psychological. Mm-hmm. All right. Yeah. Now we're getting somewhere. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. So I've been okay. studying psychology like my entire life, even before I realized that's what I was doing. Right. I've always noticed what people said or noticed people things, noticed what they have or wow. even just what they type on the Internet. You right. feel me? Because there's always some type of. There's a reason why you wrote that. There's a reason right. why you said that. It's a reason why you feel me behind hmm. everything. So with the thing with beards, so if she likes beards and so then you're just saying become the beard, find out what it is exactly about the beard and become that that goes like deeper than just the physical or, look. Or don't care about the beard at all. I don't hmm. care whether if I have a beard or not. Shorty could be a 13 on a scale from 1 to 10. And only like guys with beards. I'm shooting my shot regardless. Right. Because at the end of the day, it's what I want. And I know how to get what I want. So if I want shorty and she a 13, I'm going to have to, you know what I mean? Exactly. But it's just, it's going to make it seem harder because you don't know what to do. Life always gets hard when you don't know what to do. I've had anxiety attacks. I've done had mental breakdowns. Because I didn't know what to do. And I'm someone who knows a lot. It's like you take a computer, right? It knows how to open up the internet. It knows how to shut itself down. It knows how to turn itself on. But what it doesn't know how to do is turn itself on when it's dead and nothing's plugged in. It's just not going to be able to do it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You feel me? Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, so that's all right. One one tip, but I have a feeling you got more than one tip. Come Multiple, on, but yeah. Come yeah. On, what up? You gotta, cause look. All right, let me. Yeah, yeah I, I mean, need you to paint a little bit of a picture. That's what I was just about to do. Like, what exactly do I want? All right, cause yeah, I'm gonna treat you like the like the love doctor over here. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, well, actually, you know what? Since you're since I'm going through this right now, and you're right here, I might as well just tell you. I mean, look. The reason I even started this podcast in the first place because I had like stopped talking to this girl during the summer. We had a little bit of a thing going on. Like we mm. started talking. I guess we started dating, but because um, we started dating, uh, and I knew this girl had stopped talking to her uh, boyfriend of two years. Like they had just stopped texting. To me, I thought that was just like they broke up, and the, and the girl pretty much was implying that that's what had happened, but. They never actually broke up, obviously. They just stopped talking. And the guy wasn't talking to her. She wasn't talking to the guy. And she was just like, okay, all right, I guess it's done. And then we started, you know, messing with each other. Then the guy came back and it kind of complicated everything. Um, so it kind of like stopped, right? Like, and, and I was actually pretty like hurt about it. But then mm. that was like four months ago. Recently, we just started talking again mm. um, because she like apologized to me. And I was like mad that she apologized to me because I'm like, why the fuck would you reopen his wound? Like I'm barely getting over it now. She's gonna come out of nowhere and be like, oh, I apologize. I'm like, what the fuck? And I ended up talking to her, and by doing that, I found out that she never really stopped liking me. Nothing had ever really happened. She just wanted me to get out of the situation that was happening between her and her and the guy, because it seems like it's an abusive relationship, mm-hmm. right? So 
it looks like it's not as easy as just in considering also they've been together for two years. Mm. It's not as easy as her saying, all right, I'm going to just break up with him. It's like a lot of psychological shit. Mm. Like he's being yeah. mentally abusive to her that she feels like she can't leave him. Right. Mm. So what I, and I guess I don't have a specific like advice that I have. I just want to tell you what I'm doing, which mm. is, um, I just said, you know, I just said, we're just going to be cool. I'm just going to be here. You, you know, we're just going to be cool until, you know, you get the courage or you get the whatever to fi- finish that off. But still have that kind of flirtatious, like, relationship where, like, I know she likes me and I like her. But it's just we can't really be together because she's dealing with that shit. Mm-hmm. And, like, me accepting is like, guy, right, I'm not going to be mad. And, and also me accepting that it's not going to be the only thing that I'm going to do. Like mm-hmm. me talking to other girls as well, cause it's like it's only fair. Could you imagine if I fucking like, if I'm like, you know, I know she's in this like abusive relationship, but I'm just gonna like chill and not talk to any other girl. I would go fucking insane. You, you know what I'm trying to say? Like, yeah, I feel you, I feel like you. how how fucking crazy would it be for me to do that? And I actually tried to do that when the guy mm. came back. I was like, no, I understand. I understand. You're gonna need time to get over it. And then I, w- but I wasn't. I was. I still felt like, all right, I'm gonna be, you know, by her side. I'm gonna be only with her because I want to give her mm. all my support. But, you know, it got to a point where it was like, I- I'm just gonna go fucking crazy because she couldn't see me. We couldn't hang out. Like I would ask her to hang out. She was like, oh, I can't because this. Is-. And I'm like, okay, what the fuck am I doing? And I was going off of actions, and that's why I ended up like stopping talking to her. But then, you know, I found out later. Also, she she suggested that the reason she was trying to keep me away from, like, take me out of, she didn't want me to be in the middle of what was happening, is that it, that that guy was crazy. They could have even, it could have led to, like, me getting shot. Let's put it that way. So, All right. you know what I mean? So, that's yeah. when I heard yeah. that, I'm like, All Yeah, right. that last part, you just made this super easy. All right. See, <laughs> leave her alone, bro. Yeah. Like. Yeah, 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 yeah. If somebody that you don't even know whether or not is her boyfriend or not, and regardless of everything that's clicking in your head, I don't know about y'all, but regardless of how smart I am, there are things that I said that I will never do that I will do if I have to get myself out of a certain situation for the simple fact that you do what you got to do to be where you want to be. Shorty don't want to be outside that relationship. She want to stay with him. She mm. maybe want to be with you. She may want to be with him. May want to be with both of y'all. But she can't do whatever she's trying to do. She's keeping you away from it. And it may be, it might not even be a an abusive relationship. Hmm. It might not. I it think could. It I, I, got specific, like, I know seen? specific th- like things that is like, yeah. yeah like, like For that? example, let me tell you this. Mm. Like He recently took her phone and like, like straight up took her phone and then um, changed her Instagram name of property of the, his name. How does and wouldn't that give happen? It? How does how does that happen? Like well, save my phone for one. If I'm a girl, my phone is in my back right pocket. Okay, right, right. I'm sitting on my phone. How you getting my phone? That's or if true. it's on the table. You're right. But but it, you do t- understand like mentally abusive relationships though, right? Yeah. But here's another thing I understand about mentalities. Certain things click. When something feels right, it feels right. When something feels wrong, it feels wrong. Right. But you never get the feeling that you absolutely cannot do something. You never get that feeling. Hmm. There's interesting because okay. you cannot. Like, look, say you bring up a certain situation that seems impossible. First thing you're gonna do is think about how to get it done. So right. that's the first step of trying to get something to work. You're not gonna be able to not make it work if you constantly thinking about. How it's going to work. The Wright brothers, who probably clowned them before they made the plan? Everybody. Yeah, everybody. Yeah. What? You trying to get up there? Yeah, right, right. Yeah. So now you look at it like she's trying to get out of this situation. But she's looking at it like, am I really trying to get out of this situation? Okay. She clowning herself without even realizing it. And I'm not really trying bad shorty now because I don't really know. I don't know. But from me knowing certain people, there are females out there who will constantly post, man, you're going to have to choke slam me. You're going to have to punch me in my face. You're going to have to do X, Y, and Z. And then when that nigga come and do X, Y, and Z, what do they do? They cry wolf. Yeah, yeah. You're right. You No, you're right. Like, you feel me? I'm not going to ask you for a dollar and get mad when you give me a dollar. 
Right, right. Yeah, they're kind of asking for. Yeah, I know. I know. I know. Bro, I've talked about this plenty of times. Mm. Where, like certain girls say that the same thing they say they don't like is exactly what they're attracted to. I know that. Mm. Like I've seen plenty of examples for that. But you said to leave her. But what about if, if, like I said, like I'm doing my thing though. You know well, what I mean? So it really just, doesn't matter, right? I mean, here's what I do, and this is my biggest secret. My wallet ain't the only thing that go in my back pocket. I I have a list of shorties that just go in my back pocket. Okay. And here's how you make the list. Regardless if I know you or not, if you DM me first or not, I'm just going to play it cool like I don't want you at all. Just see who you are, see how you react. A couple of weeks, we may only talk like two or three days out the week, but I'm constantly watching you because I'm scouting you. Like all that shit that you posting... That's your games. You trying to get drafted into my league. Like, you feel me? Right, if right. I don't like the way that you playing, I don't like the way that you shoot your shot, I don't like the way that you lay up or dunk, you wasting my time. Right. Yeah. However, yeah. if you proceed past that stuff and you enter the draft class, you probably got about 13 different opponents. Half of them already off the list because uh, I just get bored. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And after that, it just becomes a competition as far as who annoys me the most. Because, you know, if I got seven people left, the least and most annoying person is probably going to wind up in my back pocket. There are multiple times where none of them end up in my back pocket. The list probably like four or five names long. And what I mean by that is I can text them right now. I haven't texted like half of them in a very long time. They'll text back like nothing happened. They'll text back like they belong to me or something. Man, just moving out the Williamsport, man, when I tell you the shorties, they're super different. I mean, they're super different. They will cling on to you just because of the complexion of your skin. You feel me? So it's like I'm already down going up. You feel me? So it's like you – but I mean, like, even though I feel as though I might be in a hole – I still feel as though that's an advantage because then I, even though I never tried really hard, that makes me have to try even less. Because back in the day, I used to have a lot of problems with like actually trying to understand females. I used to say, I don't get girls. I always got them. I just never understood them. Right. You feel me? So, yeah, yeah. like looking back, I'm like, damn, she liked me. She liked me. She liked me. He liked me. <laughs> <laughs> she like like you feel me? It's like yeah yeah yeah. So it takes it takes time, but you really just have to just really just study who they are. Don't talk to them every day. Don't overload them because then they either gonna feel overwhelmed or they feel like it's an obligation. Yeah, I'm I'm starting to learn that too. And I don't know if you listened to the Mr. Dose episode, but he definitely told me that. That was one of the tips that he told me that is like when I'm talking to a girl, like talk to them maybe once or twice, maybe one or two texts a day at most. Mm. Make it feel because like he said exactly what you just said. They don't want to feel like overwhelmed or like obligated to do mm. something. So you got to make it so that they're the ones. So okay, since you're here and you kind of you pretty much said exactly what Mr. Doe said, and I mm-hmm. was wondering about this. So if you say you don't, you don't want to feel like you don't want them to feel obligated to talk to you, right? Mm. Um, so you you do it as sparingly as possible. But girls are too prideful to talk to you you be you're that, very wrong about that is that you're true super duper incorrect about that is that true Bro, so like if i you want me to girl, show you my dm okay well <laughs> I, all right i believe it from you but i'm just saying like so so i let's say i text a girl right mm. like we're having a con- normal conversation for over like how's a normal three, conversation though i don't know one two let's say three texts a day for four days i'm not talking about the length i'm talking about what, what are you talking about the context of it okay like me, when I'm trying to put you in my back pocket, I'm not flirting. I'm waiting for you to flirt. And even after you flirt, I'm still not going to because you want that thirst. You feel yeah, me? Yeah, you got to yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. make them okay. literally want it. Right. Okay. Okay. Well, mm, okay. Well, okay. I I think that seems... I have a, I have my thoughts with that. Like I know girls who, have, who I felt are very needy and that mm. turns me off a little bit. 
It turns so, me off a lot. That's why they Okay. Like, That's know, what I'm saying. So, like, there's certain ones, like, extremely needy. I'm just like, I'm, all right, I'm off of it. But back to the scenario I was trying to paint. So, like, okay, you say what context? Uh, what context do you are you looking for? Let's say, all right, let's say they're having a, a basic conversation. Like, like, really basic questions. But I'm saying, if you like a girl, the basic conversation is not going to be the same basic conversation that you and me have. Right. That's it's subjective to the situation. That's true. So okay, well let me let me be specific then. Let's mm. say I'm talking to a girl, uh, and I'm just um the questions are consisting of we're talking about what college she's going to, what mm-hmm. her pet peeves are, mm-hmm. uh, like what what her major is. Let's say those kind of questions. You don't want to ask too many questions. After you ask one question, you kind of want to break it down. So okay, what you study in school? Okay. I right. you feel me? So after you tell me what college you went to, now I'm asking you what you study. All right. Well, what are you doing? And okay. it's still going to stick on the same subject. That's how the conversation never really runs out because every question is they feel as though it's a new subject. So if I ask you two questions in a row about two totally different things, you're going to feel as though we having two different conversations so as long as you keep the questions on the same topic and sometimes it don't even got to be a question right like, well actually you know i was actually thinking about that because like re- recently for some reason i've been paying attention to w- how many times girls ask the guys questions when they're having a conversation mm-hmm. and i've noticed that that doesn't happen a lot normal talk too much so the, okay so what People does that not going to ask questions if you say a whole lot like what well, Okay. So say a shorty say, hey, I'm not even going to respond with words. I might respond with the eyeballs. I might just leave them on scene. Something along the line, just so that they know that I'm aware and I acknowledge the question or the message. Because usually if you message me and I read it and it's something I don't like, Instagram got the unread button right there. So I read your message. I just don't want you to know that. Yeah, yeah. You feel me? So scene is an indication you feel me? Because ain't nobody going to leave you on scene unless they want you to know that you're on scene. And people right. make posts about it. Remember them posts? Yo, if I, if I left you on red, stay there. Leave yeah, me yeah, alone. Yeah, 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 yeah. You feel me? I'm not really that kind of person. But at the same time, it's like I don't like people texting me unless I want to talk to them. So right. in order for me to do that, I had to make so many different kind of posts. I have to constantly make examples out of people that message me on something stupid wild. So I screenshot it, upload it to the gram, be like, yo, if you don't want this to be you, don't do this. Okay. All right. Okay. I understand that. But I think, all right, well, uh, what was going to say? I think I, I, I got away from me. But the thing about, so you saying if the girl isn't asking you questions because you're talking too much. I'm talking too so much. So then what, do, so, okay, let, let me go through a basic conversation that mm-hmm. will go with a, with a girl, right? It's mm-hmm. like, um, okay, well, actually, before I do that, so what, what does it mean? So the goal in a text conversation with a girl you like is to get them to ask you questions? If you like them, you have to make them like you more than you feel me. Because once they find out, think about it. This is just from what I do. And I know a lot of other people do this because I got it from them. Okay. When somebody likes you, it's not hard to, quote unquote, take advantage of them. You feel me? You can get what you want from who you want because they like you. Yeah. You feel me? Yeah. Yeah. I'm mm-hmm. not going to lie. I do use that to my advantage sometimes. I might be like, yo, can you go buy me this? Go buy me that. No, I'm right. Well, I got money in my pocket, but yeah. it's like, I've it's accessible. That. You yeah, feel I've me? done that. I've definitely, yeah. I try not to get too carried away. Mm-hmm. And I think, yeah, but it's also, I mean, I've, it, it's also happened to me where um, maybe they don't ask for it, but I do like overextend myself and be too nice when I like a girl. Uh, mm. Or do a lot, like you know, be extra thoughtful. Mm. Um, and I'm starting to learn that, like, being like that also is not like good because I think girls can get like that can be a turn off for girls, right? Mm. Right, like being like a guy that's like too nice or too thoughtful. Yeah, it's a turn off to me. It's like if mm. I mean, if you're super proper, it's gonna be kind of hard to actually talk to you the way that I like to talk to people because. If you acting super proper, I'm going to look at you like you wearing a suit and a tie. And I'm not going to want to say 
And I just right, don't want right, to be right. myself. I just I'm like I'm going to, but I'm not going to want to. So it's not this the energy not going to be there, atmosphere not going to be there. And you can tell that's a closed-minded individual. Right. Because yeah. if they're talking to you the same way they talk to them, her, her, her co-worker, manager, why? Y'all, y'all supposed yeah, to be... Yeah, it is weird. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You feel me? Well, I, I, I didn't mean that specifically. I meant, like, for example, like, for some reason, my instinct is always, like, let's say a girl that I like. It, this is a specific situation, right? Mm-hmm. A girl that I like. We're in, this, we're in the same class. I get into class. Uh, the girl that I like comes in late. Let's say she's sitting next to me, um, and she needs to uh, sign into the the signing paper. Mm. Like my instinct is to get that paper for her to sign it. Hand her the pen. Don't hand her the paper. Okay. So give her the. Okay. 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 All right. I'm. I'm this sounds interesting. Hold on. Hold on. Let's go on this. Hold on. So, so give her the pen. Don't give her the paper. Yeah, because the paper isn't provided by you. That right. signing sheet. All the teachers got it. Well, no, what, right, but I'm saying, like, for example, it's like the teacher has it. She just came in. She's not yeah. remembering to sign in. Mm-hmm. So you think I should, like, give her the pen? Yeah, because say, but like, I, this is why I said every teacher has one. There might right. be classes you don't have with her. What if she gets to a second class late and somebody hands her the paper, too? Right. Not everybody's going to hand somebody the pen because yeah, the yeah, pen yeah, belongs yeah. to them. They right. don't care about the paper. Right. Oh, yeah, here's the paper. I'll throw it yeah, at you. Yeah, yeah. No, here's my pen. Don't drop it. Uh, and, okay, so it's... Okay, I think I, I think I see what you're saying. Where it's like you you are showing that you're thoughtful, but you're still not making it extremely easy for them to do it. Yeah, pretty much. I mean, like, huh. you have to do things that other people won't do. So, like... Who's not really nice? Like, you know, there's, there's right. a lot of yeah, people yeah, yeah. who are you're considerate right. okay. of people. Okay. Yeah, yeah. But, yeah. all right, so, you know, giveaways, right? Yeah. You know, like, you know, like a YouTuber or an Instagram would yes, be like, yes, oh, yes. go to my comment session. Uh, last year, last Christmas, I probably spent like $700 just giving out gifts to my followers. I'm talking Cash App. I'm talking I sent out stuff. There was a lot of people that I wasn't able to get because I wound up getting disabled. My page got deleted. That's weird. While I was... Like, my, my bio was like, yo, Santa Claus coming early this year. I had a whole book of everything written down. I was a manager over at Pizza Hut. Like, I was just a regular dude. Any of my customers that would have walked to me, they'd probably be like, man, this asshole, man. He just here for the check. But right, then I'm right. going home, and I'm sending out $300 worth of cash app, and I ain't even get paid yet. You feel me? So it's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. just because you're doing a lot of things that everybody else does, you can be following the standards. Start your own little drip on it. Do something that you don't see everybody else do, even if it's the same thing. If everybody handing out basketballs, get my a dodgeball. Like, even right. if they be like, why'd you hand me this dodgeball? They're going to go home, and they're not going to talk about how everybody was handing out basketballs. They're going to go home and be like, yo, so this guy handed me a dodgeball. Interesting. All right. That's – all right, yo, I learned – a lot in this episode and look we've been recording for 57 minutes mm-hmm. damn already that's Bro, that was nearly an hour that's how you know a conversation is good especially this little last stretch we mm-hmm. got into yeah that was some interesting shit um yeah and i usually like to keep the episodes at an hour so that's gonna be it for this episode thank you guys so much for listening to this episode and better listen to the next doug one. thank you so much for coming to do this episode of course uh, I, man you know yeah, we just had to do a face to face. I of mean, course, you know bro. what I mean. Yeah, I, this is way better. I I like this mm-hmm. way better, man. That's why I try to keep the messages short in the DM. Mm-hmm. You see how I did it to you? I, no offense, I low key treated you like how I treat the other girls, <laughs> oh but God. not exactly <laughs> like that. You feel me? It's like I keep it short and sweet. It's like you yeah, feel yeah, me? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's so. I mean, yeah, not, I mean, I did not mind that at all. I fuck with that. Yeah, exactly. Uh, you know what I mean? See, I don't. Uh, you'd be surprised at how many people do. Yeah, I'm the kind of person that really does. I don't. I don't. I don't usually like to text people. Like not I really at all. to uh, to me because I just use it as like, and that's how like and that's how all the th- uh, a whole other thing is like when you're talking to somebody. It was like. Like my parents always say, it was like, oh, you can't like not talk to somebody for a couple of months and then text them about something for whatever reason. You gotta re say something. I'm like, I hate doing that. It's like if I if I want to talk to you about something, if I need you for something, it's gonna be for that. And mm-hmm. if I don't feel like have anything else to tell to tell you, I don't, I'm not. I don't right. feel like that. it. Was like, just feel forced. Exactly. It'll feel stupid. Um, but yeah, that was another episode of Empty Opinions with Hilario Polanco. The way we end every episode is by doing the segment I like to call the Ox. 
where we play the we play songs that we've been listening to recently. Uh, Doug, what's the song that you're gonna be playing for this episode? It is gonna be called "Love and Drugs 2 by Trippy Red and Cody and Shane. All Shout right. out Big Fourteen. You already know what the fuck going on. All right, let's listen to this. I haven't listened to this one. I might start crying too. I'm telling you, bro. There's a lot of trippy music out there. Love Letter to You yeah. 4. Don't listen to it unless it's one of eight songs. Right, right, right. 22 <laughs> yeah, is yeah, too yeah. many. That's true. It was a lot of songs. That's why Life's a Trip was a good album. It wasn't a long album. It's like 13 songs. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. Alright. Let's see. Yeah, now we just listen to the music. Mm-hmm. If you want to use your phone, if you got anything to do. Nah, I mean, I probably got like five texts and I'm not gonna respond no it's crazy i hit um i hit um cole up because he lives in north beach i'm like oh really yeah but i like he he tried to video message me i just my fault cole i fuck with you you know that yeah if he watches this Sit at night, feelings gonna change. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like a love letter to you three dropped. Mind you, this wasn't even on love letter to you three, but that dropped on a night that I was closing at Pizza Hut. Mind you, I used to. This is like when I first started becoming a manager. I was working right. nine in the morning till sometimes midnight. If it wasn't Damn. midnight, it was eleven p.m. A song dropped and like, like what well, the whole album dropped. I was listening to it and I was like headed out into the Uber. But as I'm leaving, it just like I feel so strange. Like I feel like either something was looking at me or watching me really? or whatever. Then I got in a car and the beat dropped on what song? I think it was I think it was Love Scars Three. That's the name of the song. I don't know. That's the one love letter I haven't actually haven't yeah, that's the one I haven't listened to. I listened to the second one and the fourth one. I haven't listened to the first one or the third one. So. so it's a toss up between two and three for me. Okay. And then after that, a love letter you one and a love letter you four comes last. <laughs> final. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bro, mine just one of my favorite artists. Yeah, that's, artists. That, you know that's I mean? the worst when one of your favorite artists drops an, like an album that's not good. That's yeah. the worst. I just hope Rich the Kid dropped The Word Is Yours 3 soon. Oh, yeah. Um, that is supposed to be dropping soon. I hope so. All right. The song that I'm going to be uh, I'm gonna be playing is uh, party is a Party Next Door song. He dropped two songs. This is the good one because he dropped another one with Super Trash with Drake. It was absolutely garbage. Like, Damn. it's horrible. It's Whoa. like... 
I mean, like when you got them, when you got somebody working the OVO sweatshops like that, right, and right. then the owner comes down and is trying yeah, to work on your yeah, project, yeah. you're not going one. That's that. messed up. Like how you put him on the trash song and then keep the good one for yourself. But that's what he did. Right. Um, uh, the song is called "The News," and this sounds like a typical party next door song. Thing Which is, mean? I don't even listen to party next. Really, you don't? Listen I don't to listen to party next door. He has some good songs. Drake. The thing is. A lot of people that's on my playlist, all of them don't make good music. I don't listen to just good music. Okay. I listen to music that I like. What's news to you? It ain't right, news right. to me. Yeah, yeah, What's yeah. news to you? Like, What's news to you? It ain't news to me. His first album. First and second album is very similar to like The Weeknd, the trilogy. It's like that same kind of music. Like they dropped around the same time and it was that, that same type of music. Yeah, they sound pretty similar. One thing about The Weeknd is the first song I heard him on was a song called Like Me featuring Chase. I thought The Weeknd was a girl. <laughs> yeah, he does. He's not in the video. I thought it was a girl. Oh, really? Yeah, he has the high ass voice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't realize it was a dude until when he had that one wild ass hairstyle and they said he looked like SpongeBob House. And I was yeah. like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm like, that's the weekend? Yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah. What's news to you? It ain't news to me. What's news to you? It sounds like it's, it's been a song before. Sounds similar? It sounds like you've heard it before. Yeah, but by a total different person or like a similar beat where you can tell it's different. Interesting. So there might be a song that you're thinking of that I don't know because I haven't noticed it. Say, I don't know it either. If I yeah. did, I'd give you the name of the song right yeah, now. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, it doesn't sound very original yeah. for sure. I feel like there's a lot of songs that have been made like this. But I don't know. It just sounds good. I enjoy it. Like, that's the song I, that's the kind of song I would listen to like, and like a super like not conversation, concentration, right, like if when I get into those, all, all these questions that we don't want over this whole conversation, I've done, thought about those topics well before I've even, well before you even had this, right, yeah. like if I mean, it's just like random stuff that I always think of. I can I'm, tell because you had an informed opinion on it. Like you knew what you were saying. Like you feel me? Yeah. Yeah. I was Instagram comment sections was like this. You know, you get in the comment section and it says a bunch of opinions, and, I, and then I like reply to them like, "Why do you think that?" They're like, "Go to hell, delete your page." I'm like, "Yeah, I'm trying to talk. I'm trying to learn from you." All right, like teach me some. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. I, I got this one song I'm working on. It's actually called Young and Dumb. I feel like that song is gonna be like something that the generation can relate to. I don't even know if I'm gonna release it. Like to be honest, when it comes to all the music, I just be listening to it. Yeah. There's people who tell me they wanna, I mean, they they wanna hear it, so like I'll unlist it. But if it comes to a certain amount of people to where they all wanna hear it, then I might. I oh, mean, but yeah, yeah. I feel like I feel like Young and Dumb, like man. Yeah, you have a good like bro broadcast like not broadcast. You have a good voice for like shit that you want to listen. Like I could tell you have a good rapping voice too, mm. even from the freestyle. Right, so it's done. Wow, this part of the beat better than the whole song. It's always whenever the beat switches, it's always like, oh shit, we're getting into something right here. That's what I feel like a lot of artists don't do. You can switch the song without even switching the beat. Yeah. Like there's this one song called Me that I did, and it's like it sounds like it's two different songs, but if you listen to it all the way through, you like you can see how it transitioned to that, and it's all on the same right. beat. All right. Uh, all right, that's it. Thank you guys so much for listening, and I'll catch you guys in the next episode. Peace. Out this strong.